0: to hear Johnny's reviews and musicals in March. My look at cult classic musicals including a Rocky Horror Picture Show, Hesbury, and today's movie Little Shop of Horrors. The remake, kinda, of the 1960 Roger Coleman movie, famous for one of two things. Number one, being Jack Nicholson's first movie, and number two, being shot in two days. And as Hollywood's favourite joke, this movie is based off of the 1980s stage show of the 1960s cult classic. So with that much cult, this one had to be a classic coming out 32 years ago of a budget of 25 million, far more than its supposed six million, which sadly pulled in 38 million, hence meant to it as a cult classic. With Miss Piggy slash Yoda in the director's chair, here it is, Little Shop of Horrors. And unlike Rocky Horror Picture Show, I've never actually saw this in the theatre or in the cinema. I've only ever saw this on video, DVD and TV. So let's dig up Audrey 2 and get to the roots of this 80s cult classic, Little Shop of Horrors. Starring Rick Moranis, Ellen Green, Vincent Gordania, Steve Martin and John Candy. Directed by Frank was The plot, A down on his luck, Florist finds fame and success after finding a strange and unusual plant. As he takes care of it, it becomes a bloodthirsty, man-eating plant. Can he stop the mean green mother from outer space, or is mankind indeed doomed? So the movie opens up on a shot of outer space and some cosmic clouds, then a voiceover and a scroll telling us that on the 23rd of September, at a decade not long before our own, the human race faced a threat from extinction from the most unlikely places, i.e. a plant. And cut to the opening song, Little Shop, Little Shop of Horrors, Little Shop, Little Shop of horrors, Little Shop, Little Shop of Horrors, Don't stop, stop me now, Got oh, god, I think I'll bother singing for this one, so thank you. <clears throat> anyway, and uh, the Supreme Style Singers, walking around the New York street sets, singing, to beware of the little shop of horrors. Once the girls have finished their song, we're introduced to our hero, Seymour Crowborne, played by Rick Moranis of Ghostbusters, Honeyshot the Kids, Spaceballs, and Parenthood. He's your typical '60s-style geek with sweater vests and black-rimmed glasses which day would be called a hipster. He works for Mr. Muchnick, played by Vincent Gordania, of Death Wish, the original, that is, Moonstruck, and Laura, and or- sorry, Ellie, Laura, <laughs> in his barely-breaking-even flower shop, in workshop assistant, and a girl Seymour is sweet on, Audrey, played by Ellen Green, of Leon, One Fine Day, Pushing Daisies, and multiple TV shows, shows. with a black eye given to her by her sadistic dentist a boyfriend, and there was a big thing on the Bind of Scenes about how she was the first actress who was on the stage show to be cast in the movie, which was wrong, because his Rocky Horror Picture Show had the entire cast of the bloody stage show, so get it on right. <coughs> anyway, Seymour comes up from the basement and is stunned by Audrey's beauty. He drops an entire supply of terracotta plant pots. This sends much into a rage. He chases away the singers, now in 60s teen wear. Crystal, played by Tisha Arnold, Ronette, played by Michelle Weeks, and Chiffon, played by Tisha Campbell-Martin, Tisha rather. He tells him to quote a bit of himself. this kicks off the song, down on Skid Row, ho, I lied. Now back in matching outfits, they sing along with the entire street about how crap their life is on Skid Row. During the song, we find out Seymour was adopted by Muchnik and is pretty much his slave living in his basement bedroom under the shop. In a dank, dull bas- basement it is. Once the song is over, Seymour shows Muchnik the, quote, strange new plant. He found after Muchnik says he's closing the shop up for good, as it had made no money all week. Seymour brings from the basement Audrey too, which he houses in a Maxwell House coffee tin. And Audrey 2 is an ugly purple-yellow flytrap-looking plant, which is about, oh, I don't know, three, four inches. Uh, The second Seymour places the plant in the window, customers start to pour in to ask about the strange, unusual plant. And cue another song as Seymour explains where he got Audrey 2 from. It was from a solar eclipse a week earlier. And spot Danny John Jules as one of the doo-wop singers on the, the street corner. And one little thing here, why do all the customers sound like they're from a bad 50s radio uh, show? I mean, it's all, say, where did you get that change on the dual platform? Hmm, say, I've never seen a plant to that before. What is it, and how much is it worth? I'll have a hundred roses, yay! Oh, God. Oh, what am I now? Ah, <clears throat> uh, oh, yes. With money now pouring in, Muchnick wants to take Audience and Seymour to dinner. She ever says she can't, uh, she has a date with her abusive boyfriend, but, quote, It's okay, he makes good money. Oh, really? I mean, come on. Do I abuse? There is no excuse. I don't give a shit how much money he makes, how big his dick is, or indeed how bloody much power this guy has. No, or she even has. No, get the fuck out of there, and Tina, turn on his ass if you must. <coughs> Moving on. So with Audrey away, Audrey too wilts. So Muchnick forces Seymour down to the basement to make it feel better. You know, this guy Muchnick is a moaning. He doesn't have many customers. Well, maybe if he actually cleaned the shop's windows and tidied the front of the shop, he'll even throw some colourful paint on the walls. He will get bloody customers. I mean for feck's sake, he has brown, dirty grey windows. He has brown, disgusting walls, and he has half dead plants. No one has bloody any customers plus he has bums outside his shop chase them away and you may actually get bloody people in now a locking up seymour returns to his basement bedroom to figure out what type of plant audrey 2 actually is and cue another song from seymour singing to audrey 2 to grow for me Nothing works until he pricks his fingers on a thorns, and Audrey 2 springs to life in a sucking motion begging for blood. And this is the start of Seymour feeding Audrey 2 his blood. With only a few drops of blood, Audrey 2 starts to grow, forcing its way through the coffee tin in some great stop-motion practical effects. Weeks later, Seymour is on a local radio to talk about Audrey 2. And the wacky DG is Wink Wilson, played by the late, great John Candy of Uncle Buck, the Blues Brothers, a movie I covered several years ago, check my archives. Plays trains and automobiles, space balls, and of course, cool runnings. Listening to the radio while counting his money, Munchnik is still unhappy Seymour didn't mention the shop's address, even though the DG didn't give him much of a chance to do so. Audrey walks in with her arm in a sling, just as music Mushnick closes the shop, the backing singers ask Audrey why she puts up with the abusive boyfriend and cue another song somewhere on that screen, the song Family Guy parodied with Chris and the old pervert pedo Herbert as she sings about her dream life in a 60s Fallout 4 style home and how she would love to stay with Seymour and indeed have two children and a dog and sexual treasure. The song says, we stung up to watch Lucy in her big, her enormous 12-inch screen. Oh, that was terrible. Yet, the mobile phones today are about that size, so, hmm. Audrey finishes her song. The camera pulls out to show how grey and disgusting Skidrow actually is as a bum walks past dropping his bottle of whiskey. And cute another song, some, of, some fun for now. As the backing singers sing about Seymour's life with Audrey too, as it guzzles blood from his bleeding fingers. Never mind that, the shop is clean, bright and bustling. Also, Audrey too is now grown to over six feet tall. Unfortunately, Seymour is drained of blood and he looks like utter shit and is mentally dread. But Muchnick doesn't care, all he wants is the money. Audrey tells him he's now successful, he needs to dress better and even better she'll take him shopping. Because after all, these... Drab, dill, boring, clothes building wearing are out of fashion. It's time for some shiny suits and drainpipe trousers, etc, etc. Because after all, this it is the 60s. Thank you. Another song. Son be a dentist. How the hell was that song going? Son be a dentist. Whatever. Sung by Steve Martin's Orin Shrivero DDS on his motorbike pipe, bike, wearing a black jacket and having black hair. Steve Martin is of course the SNL legend and star of many movies including Ellie's Story, The Jerk, Roxanne, Pink Panther Remake and Cheaper by the Dozen remakes. This song is about how much of a sick, sadistic git he actually is, as when he was a kid he was torturing cats and dogs and various other animals. Mm. So his mother thought, I know, take your sadistic streak and make it into a dentistry, yay! Mm. Because all dentists, dusty bastards. <clears throat> and spot Miriam Marigolds. As a dental nurse, he punches out as he enters his office. And back with Seymour, slopping out the plant pots, he hears mananical laughter. So goes to investigate, it's the dentist high on laughing gas. Audrey comes out to defend her bullying douchebag of a boyfriend to Seymour. After he threatens them both. With her being forced to say, sorry, doctor, sorry, doctor, sorry, doctor, every single few seconds. And that would drive me up the fucking wall and I would get her rid of him quick at like a split. Seymour talks to Audrey too about how much of an asshole the quote doctor is to Audrey and cue another song, Feed me, Seymour, feed me all night long, feed me, feed me, feed me now, and no, all that jazz. Uh, Audrey is now voiced by Levi's Stubbs, the lead singer of the Four Tomps and voice of Mother Brain from the 80s cartoon Captain N Game Master, as Audrey too springs to life and riles up Seymour to kill the dentist. Telling him he was nothing before Audrey helped him to become rich and successful, he needs to kill him and feed him blood now. The next day, Seymour makes an appointment to see the dentist, but not before the Bill Murray cameo as Arthur Denton, the one patient he that gets off in pain more than the dentist does giving it. He's a masochistic person, I believe. Anyway, moving on. This is the reason Bill Murray shouts, Feed me, Seymour, at the end of Scrooged, a movie I covered several years ago, so please check my archives Unfulfilled by this interaction, the dentist then picks on Seymour and finally he gets his buzz he needed as he used a rusty old foot-cranked drill to put the fear of God into Seymour, saying he have to rip out his wisdom tooth with no gas. Then he hooks up his special gas mask filled with nitrous oxide. Seymour pulls out a gun and the dentist accidentally pulls off the knob to his gas tank, gassing himself as he literally dies laughing. Now with the dead body, Seymour, not so subtly, sneaks the body into the back alley behind the shop and chops up with an axe before feeding it to a gleefully hungry Audrey too. Unfortunately, Muchnick sees this and runs off. Now fed, Audrey too is quiet as Seymour sits in shock at what he has just done. The next morning, the cops shop at Audrey's to ask her once last time she saw her boyfriend. Seymour asks her what they said, and she runs off in tears. He follows her, and all but admits to killing the dentist. Audrey tells him she would be fine with it. After all, it would save her money on bandages. Why do just dump the jerk? I mean, for crying <clears throat> She then breaks down and tells Seymour she was forced to be a hooker, but that still doesn't face Seymour, as he still loves her. And cue our song, Suddenly Seymour... I can't sing for shit... <clears throat> As Seymour sings his love for Audrey, straight to her face, and she does the same. After the song and a kiss, a now dewy-eyed Seymour returns to the shop on cloud nine. Unfortunately, in the shadows of the basement bedroom, Mushnick is waiting for him to tell him he knows everything. And cue another song, He's Got Your Number, sung by Audrey too, as Mushnick holds Seymour at gunpoint, taking him to the police. Last minute, Mushnick changes his mind, however, and tells Seymour he'll let him go and all he has to do is hand over Audrey 2. Audrey 2 springs to life and eats him, and cue a montage of dozens of people trying to get Seymour to sign his life away for more coverage, fame, and fortune. And yes, you've guessed it, another song, which I've no doubt the name is, so moving on. Returning to the shop after a whirlwind PR tour, Seymour finds Audrey 2 is now over 15 feet tall, and takes up most of the shop. A live TV crew are waiting for him in sight. The shop, as the Cameras roll, Audrey to wilts. Seymour chases away the press and then runs down an alley to be by himself to think. Audrey follows him and tells him the TV company is coming back the next day with a huge check to get him to host a gardening show. And it is here Seymour tells her everything. He indeed killed a dentist, and Audrey too is a man eater. They also hatch a plan to run away and get wed. Of order, that is. <clears throat> Too bad, Audrey 2 overhears this and throws a spanner in the works. As later that night, Seymour tries to sneak off, but Audrey 2 catches him. Yet another song, a mean green mother from outer space. Me green bat, Order <laughs> 2 tells him he plans to take over the world using his little buds or cuttings. And I've got to see. The robotics on this huge puppet is impressive, with all the movement and its multiple vines, and according to the scenes, this took over 50 guys to control this huge monster puppet. I've got to say, I love the British technology in this thing, actually, and all this stuff was shot in Pigment Studios. <clears throat> anyway, before Mean Green Mother, Audrey 2, calls Audrey to taunt her and get her over to the shop, I cue another song, Come on, come on, as Audrey 2 tries to eat Audrey. Seymour comes in last minute from the butcher shop which she was going to feed Audrey to with butcher's meat. He saves Audrey and then runs outside to ask if Audrey will still love him after all he would be broke with her saying yes. Out of nowhere comes smooth talking con man Patrick Martin played by Jim Belushi of canine movies Red Heat. According to Jim, SNL and of course being John Belushi's little brother. To try to get him to sell cuttings from Audrey 2 to sell nation, if not worldwide. wide. Seymour chases him off then plans to kill Audrey 2 with an axe. And cue I mean grandmother from all space, me great bat. Uh, as Audrey 2 sings to him his plans to go over the world with his singing buds as backing singers. And I gotta love that bit. One's trashing the shop and terrorising Seymour with the axe that Seymour tried to kill Audrey 2 with as Audrey One's tracing the shop and teasing Seymour of the axe he tried to fight back with, Audrey too pulls in support beams and the shop falls down around Seymour and bring him under the rubble. However, he's not dead and shocks Audrey too with a power cable blowing it up. Audrey runs into Seymour's arms and the two kiss in the ruins of the shop. The two are now wed and move into their dream house. The camera Goes down to the far bed as an Audrey 2 clipping grins at the camera with credits rolling. So that was Little Shop of Horrors with its reshot ending as original had multiple Godzilla-sized Audrey 2s destroying cities and killing mankind, which can be found on a Blu-ray or indeed special edition DVD, if it's still in print, which I don't think it is. Anyway, with Oscar-winning songs, the first in history, this thing happened because this thing has bad language in it, Great acting, a fantastic puppetry, and a feel good movie with a dark, sinister twist. I'm gonna give this thing eight out of ten. So come back next week for my look at John Walter's cult classic, Hairspray, and then Sister Act. So, and don't forget to leave a like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me movie suggestions too. Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror podcast of Psycho, Omen, Underworld, Blades and more. Also check out My solo podcast of Blues Wars 2000, Donnie Darko, Aliens, Doctor Who the Movie, and many more. Bye bye. Now I'm off to get my teeth seen by I Yank Them. Ugh, it was a terrible joke, John. Ugh, dear, oh dear. Ugh, San had a little shop, little shop of horrors, little shop, little shop of horrors, little shop, little shop of horrors, don't stop stop stopping now. Da, 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 da. oh, whatever. Little shop, little-